Good morning, and we are joined for the first time by Louise Bischoff. She is with Margaret Mary Health and uh, works in the Women's Imaging Center. Good morning to you, Louise. Good morning. And, of course, uh, you got the, the big thing going on is October is uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and uh, Paint the Town Pink is going on, not just Batesville, but I understand this is through uh, all of uh, Margaret Mary Health's uh, service area. Yes, both Ripley and Franklin County, you know, through our Sunman area down in Brookville, you know, the whole service area that we uh, that we serve. And uh, can you, uh, for folks who may not be familiar with it, uh, can you kind of give us a rundown of what all this involves? Well, Paint the Town Pink is our way of trying to put out in the community the awareness of breast cancer. And uh, a couple of years ago when COVID struck, we were unable to gather together to do previous fundraisers because we all had to keep six feet apart. So one of our co-workers came up with Paint the Town Pink, and that was where merchants and all would decorate their establishments with different types of pink things, whether it was ribbons or balloons, all to bring awareness to breast cancer. And, you know, none of us are, you know, exempt from breast cancer. One in eight women come uh, down with breast cancer in their lifetime. So we all have a family member or a friend that has had breast cancer. So this is a way of putting it out, you know, in your face, kind of in the community. See all this pink out there. We're even putting speed bumps out in the street that are pink, which is to, as we jokingly say, check your bumps, you know, to just bring awareness because it is um, the uh, most common cancer in women secondary to skin cancer so it's something that we really need to be aware of and something that's easily treatable and taken care of if found in the early stages such as having a mammogram starting at age 40 and having that done every year so it's a nice way for the community to come together raise some funds for the foundation's cancer um benefit you know that helps with uh mammograms it helps with uh, tv sets at the oncology center and headphones for patients who are undergoing cancer to have a more relaxing you know way of going through the treatment and i uh, understand there's a, about uh, more than 200 businesses took part in it last year uh, any indication of uh, how many are uh, doing it this year my understanding from our community health people is the the support is amazing again and everyone's stepping up, um, whether it's to just for a fellow employee that's had it and to you know embrace the community and all of our ladies that um, face this cancer. And, uh, of course, you mentioned uh, one in eight uh, being diagnosed and then uh, getting checked. Um, you know, of course, a lot of it, um, I know that um, not only getting the mammograms, but also uh, self-examinations. Absolutely. It should do a self-breast exam every month. Try to do it at the same time every month so that your breasts are the same. Uh, once a year, see your physician, have a clinical breast exam, and once a year, have uh, your regular screening mammogram. But if in between your regular appointments, you feel something new that comes up, don't hesitate to contact your doctor, you know, and then come in for, you know, maybe an additional mammogram and or ultrasound or MRI, all these services we provide at Margaret Mary Health. 
Yeah, and then you kind of uh, led into what I was going to ask next, the fact that, uh, you know, what if, um, you know, for example, a, a self-exam and then in, in the meantime, uh, in between that and the mammogram, something is found. And um, as far as uh, somebody uh, coming in who, uh, who goes through that, can you kind of walk us uh, through uh, uh, where you and your colleagues come in and, uh, you know, how you, uh, how you deal with those folks? Well, we're blessed to have three wonderful mammographers. I'm one of them. And two of us are actually daughters of breast cancer survivors. My personal mother is a 35-year survivor. So we take our job very to heart because we've been down that road with our own mothers. So when you come in, you're greeted by the receptionist, and then we get you changed in a private area. We take you back into the room, have you tell us where this area of concern is. We'll take your mammogram. Radiologists will read it immediately when you're coming in with a problem, what we call a diagnostic mammogram. Anytime you have a palpable lump, you also will go to ultrasound. And those ladies that are coming in will get their results the same day as their exam is done. Now, screening mammograms, you know, the doctor reads later and you get a letter in the mail. But when you come in with a problem or we've called you back because we saw something on your screening mammogram, we understand that you're in a heightened emotional state and we give you the results right away. We're also lucky that we have a breast health navigator who's a nurse and she can help walk you through any stages that happen after that. If you have to go to biopsy, she will get that set up for you. She will talk to our surgeons. So she'll hold your hand you know, through that process until which time if you have to end up going over to our cancer center, then we change over to the breast navigators over there with a, you know, communication about you. So we've got somebody there that's there to hold your hand, that's there to cry with you. I mean, we do cry with our patients because, you know, we've been there. We're women ourselves and we understand it's a very emotional time. And uh, now, where is this? Uh, is the center located on uh, the uh, the main campus? It's on the main campus. It has its own entrance. It's right under the awning, next to the emergency room. It has a nice uh, pink ribbon on the door, so that you can uh, see where to come. So you've got your own separate entrance. It's very private. It's very soothing colors. I mean, it's a it's a it's a beautiful place to you know have take care of our women in our community and again uh, you i guess kind of stress the importance of early screenings the por- early screening is so important um what used to be where you were diagnosed with breast cancer women thought it was you know a death sentence it's not anymore we can find breast cancers when they're the size of a grain of sand that's how little they are. And with that, it's, it's maybe a little surgery, maybe some radiation afterwards, that kind of stuff. Breast cancer treatment has come so far that now it's more of a, a speed bump in the road of life instead of the end of life. And that's what's amazing because in the United States, we have 3.8 million women that are breast cancer survivors. That's an awesome number. And the survivability is going up and up because of all the different treatments that are out there that our oncologists can do because they look at the, the pathologists look at the breast tissue and determine what we call the oncotype. So they know exactly the best way to treat it with what medications and what to do. And so the survivability just keeps going up and up and up. And it's wonderful. 
And uh, once again, Louise, uh, can you uh, reiterate uh, some of the uh, preventative measures, please? Preventative measures being do your regular self-screening every year, do your breast exams once a month, see your doctor for a clinical breast exam once a month. If you ever have any questions or doubts, feel free to reach out to your physician. You know, if you feel something that has changed in your breast or you start having some maybe some discharge from your breast, um, if there's redness, that kind of stuff. Never hesitate to come see us or, you know, see your doctor who will refer you to us so we can, you know, get ahead of get ahead of the game. And we did see a little bit after COVID of people who had kind of missed some mammograms because of being afraid to come into the hospital. So we did see some ladies with a little bit more advanced cancer because they had skipped. So I can't, you know, stress enough how important that annual mammogram is all right so uh, excellent advice from uh, louise bischoff she is uh, with the women's imaging center at margaret mary health and uh, we're going to continue our conversation with louise right after this don't adjust your radio the sound that you hear is your stomach you're having trouble focusing you can't recall your last meal you're trapped in the hunger zone the solution batesville to go let To-Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To-Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To-Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our visit with Louise Bischoff. She is with Margaret Mary Health and uh, she is uh, with the Women's Imaging Center. And uh, we've been talking about uh, uh, Margaret Mary Health Foundation's Cancer Care Fund uh, proceeds benefiting from the uh, Paint the Town Pink uh, throughout the uh, month of October and Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And uh, Louise, uh, understand that uh, Margaret Mary Health has a new mammography machine. And uh, can you uh, kind of uh, talk to us about that, please? Yeah, we were um, fortunate enough to purchase a new machine last year. We didn't install it until this year. It does both two-dimensional and three-dimensional pictures all at the same time. So while the lady is in compression, what used to take us two different compressions gets done in one picture. Everyone's getting the 3D pictures. The 3D breast tomosynthesis is the state of the art uh, imaging for the breast. It finds breast cancers even sooner than we could before, um, which is the goal of having a mammogram. And um, what we have is a GE machine, uh, and it has got the lowest amount of radiation on the market as far as mammo machines, which is one of the reasons we chose it. It has beautiful pictures. Um, there's also attached to it a intelligent thing called an ICAD that also overreads the images for the radiologist. So they read it and then they put these markers on and it does the logarithm that, you know, says, hey, maybe you need to look there. So, you know, your mammogram is getting read almost, you know, two times. And we have found some really minute breast cancers or even ones that aren't quite breast cancer yet what we call atypical cells it's right when they're getting ready to start turning towards being cancer so we're even finding them before they've even become a cancer and that's just amazing and the exam is much shorter than it used to be we don't have to put as much compression on so it's far more um, wonderful for the woman you know it's not as 
I jokingly used to say we put the International House of Pancakes out of business. Well, now we don't do that anymore. <laughs> we don't squeeze, you know, we don't squeeze as tight as we used to, but yet we're getting better images and finding breast cancers sooner. And uh, as far as uh, your your role in working with that machine, I mean, uh, uh, was there a special training that you had to go through? And well, the MAMO area is actually governed by the U.S. government. It's one of the few parts of radiology that is that's governed by the Food and Drug Administration after they passed a law called the MAMO Quality and Standards Act. So in order to be a mammographer, you have got to have gone through a course of 40 hours. You have got to have done um, mammograms that were supervised by someone who was already registered or registered as a mammographer. And we have to keep up so much continuing education. We have to do so many mammograms a year. And this applies to our doctors as well. They have to keep up continuing education in mammography. They have to read so many mammograms a year because they want to make sure that it that it, you know, everyone is well educated because mammography is only as good as your technologists and your equipment and your radiologists. So that's why we always stay up with keeping up with new equipment. We stay up with our continuing education, always learning, um, always moving forward. I mean, and that's that's the hospital in general. I mean, that's healthcare. You know, you always have to stay up. And Margaret Mary is very blessed with having some of the best equipment, especially for a hospital of our size. This community doesn't realize how lucky they are. And lots of that does come from the foundation helps us out. Our community members help us out. And we have a wonderful board of directors that is amazing on moving forward with keeping us state of the art. And then, uh, Luis, looking into your uh, background, um, um, can you tell us a little bit about how, uh, of course, obviously, uh, you know, you have a mother, 35-year survivor, yes. uh, can, a breast cancer survivor, but uh, uh, were there other factors that uh, drove you uh, toward this career path? Um, I enjoy working very closely with the patients, and in mammography, we're, we're very physically close, and it's an emotional um, adventure as well even those women coming in just for a screening mammogram because you don't wake up in the morning and think is today the day that I'm going to find out I have cancer but if you're coming in for a test to test for cancer it makes you start thinking about it so it's real important to have a nice bond with your patients and be part with them and you know I've been at Margaret Mary this time for over 20 years so I have a great relationship with lots of my patients and it's great to see them year after year and to see my ladies who are survivors and um, you know all the mammographers we all feel that way in the ultrasound techs too it's these people are our next door neighbors and they're our friends and they're our co-workers and it's just such a great feeling of community and I really feel like as much as I give the patients they give me so much more back you know, it just, they give you hope and, and inspiration. And when you're having a bad day, you know, then one of these ladies comes in and you see them maybe, you know, with a no hair because they're currently undergoing their cancer treatment with a big smile on their face. And you realize how blessed you are to, to be part of that, of that diagnosis and how it is to be wonderful strengths and pillars that they are of of just positivity and um you know we're a great team together and we work well together and we 
know how to support our patients and support one another because there are days when, you know, I do cry my way home from work when you've given out several diagnosis, but then you have to realize you have to look at all those survivors too and that this person too will hopefully be a survivor and and go on and it's like watching a pebble drop into a pond of water you know that pebble could be the patient that you diagnose with breast cancer but as the rings go out the people they affect all of a sudden their friends who haven't had mammograms are coming in to have one in respect for that and and you just see how it works through the community and that's what this kind of paint the town pink is it's bringing us together as a community to you know give the attention to breast cancer so that we can continue to fight this fight and uh, you mentioned uh, louise uh, this is uh, this time around 20 years and uh, can you tell us a little bit about the look back to uh, uh before that uh, what you what you did and um well I was at Margaret Mary once, and when I had my child, I went to work in an orthopedic office for a while um, because I wanted to be a princess and work Monday through Friday, no weekends, no call, no holidays, that kind of <laughs> stuff. I'll, I'll be honest. And, um, but that wasn't as rewarding for me as a technologist, as a person. I didn't feel like I was giving as much as I could give. So when my daughter got a little older, I returned to Margaret Mary um, where I have you know, been for over 20 years now and absolutely love my job, feel blessed to come there every day, um, support of the management there, both my direct manager and all the way up to the president and the board of directors is just, is just amazing. I mean, they really want the best for the community and for their employees. And a, and a bonus thing today was, for the first time, we actually uh, started losing our masks at the hospital. COVID has gotten so much better that we are allowed to, uh, for the first time in two and a half years, take our masks off. And that's for visitors, employees, everything. And you could just feel that in the hospital, the positivity that, you know, we've overcome yet another thing being you know, the COVID pandemic that maybe, you know, this too is going to be slowly put behind us. Yeah, that's uh, that's great news. That's great it to is. hear. It is. Yeah. It is wonderful. Yeah, that's... and you could see that it was nice to see smiles <laughs> today because I've sure missed seeing smiles on my coworkers and on my patients' faces. It was fantastic. All right, excellent. And um, anything else uh, before we uh, let you get back to work, Louise? Not that I can think of. Just um, do your monthly breast exams. See your doctor. Come see us for a mammogram. There's three of us that will do them. All of us are, you know, caring, compassionate people. You're have a you'll be there 15, 20 minutes and that can save your life. I mean, that's 15 minutes that can be amazing. All right. Well, uh, Louisa Bischoff with the uh, Margaret Mary Health uh, Women's Imaging Center. We appreciate your time this morning and uh, imparting uh, some wisdom on us and uh, also outlining the uh, Paint the Town Pink campaign uh, throughout Margaret Mary Health's uh, service area. So thank you again for joining us this morning. Thank you for supporting the hospital and the Paint the Town Pink.